the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Yeah, let's uh, defund the police. That sounds like a good idea. Has there ever been a more ridiculous movement from the left? For months, Democrats and their friends in the media have been saying with a straight face that the secret to reducing crime is reducing the number of cops on the street. Well, that hasn't worked out too well. Have you seen the viral videos of murders and attempted murders the last few days? In uh, in New York, two kids were almost killed on the sidewalk. Someone's trying to shoot the person they're with. They somehow, the two kids, avoided being injured. Then there's the couple that was pulled out of their car in Chicago over the weekend. They were taking part in a Puerto Rican Day parade. One of them was murdered, and it's all right there on the video. The woman the guy was with is in serious condition. Then there's a video of a riot that took place during a Juneteenth celebration in Oakland, California, over the weekend. One person killed, five injured there. And when the EMTs arrived, the people celebrating went nuts. Women, most of them morbidly obese, uh, for some reason that seems to be a, a common thing. Anyway, they were twerking on the ambulances. But this is a cop's problem, and a, I guess a whiteness problem, apparently. Fewer cops would fix things. Well, here are some numbers for you from cities controlled by Democrats. Atlanta, homicides are up 58%, shootings are up 40 New York City, shootings up 64%, homicides only up 13%. Chicago, shootings are up 18%, and homicides are up 5%. This is going back to the same time last year, by the way. And those numbers, 18 and 5, that's Chicago. They, they have to really work to raise those numbers. They were already through the roof. In Los Angeles, shootings are up 51% and homicides 22%. Philadelphia, shootings up 27 homicides up 37%. But you have to love Portland. No city is more liberal than Portland. You might say that the defund the police movement started there. Either there or Minneapolis. Shootings are up 126%. Homicides, 533% they're up in Portland. But let's defund the police. Anyway, uh, meanwhile, Kamala Harris was in town today selling the big guy's job plan. We'll have someone here to tell you what a disaster that would be after the break coming up here. And then in our second half hour, a Pennsylvania state senator who's back from observing the election audit in Maricopa County, Arizona. We're going to find out from him if Pennsylvania has an audit in its future. Stick around. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. They're made in the USA, and for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium My Pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen size premium My Pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. That's regularly sixty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollars savings. Kings are only five dollars more. All My Pillow products come with a ten year warranty and a sixty day money back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. 800-716-8087, promo code STAG. As dads, it's our job to capture as many memories with our kids as possible. It's also our job to embarrass them. And if we're lucky, we get to do both. That's why I'm thankful my son created Legacy Box, the world's largest digitizer of home movies and photos. And I'll never recover from the time you showed up to my middle school dance to disco in front of everyone. Thanks, Dad. But he's right. Simply fill your Legacy Box with your old VHS, camcorder tapes, film reels, and photos, and we'll do the rest. And in just a couple of weeks, you'll get your originals back, along with a DVD, thumb drive, or cloud delivery. 
Stuff that even an old man like me can figure out. Check out Legacy Box today. Plus, for Father's Day, we're offering an incredible 50% off. Visit LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. This is one of the best discounts we've offered. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX for 50% off. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. Have you heard? Rodents are taking over. According to various news articles, recent COVID-19 related disruptions have caused abnormal behavior in rodents, making them become more aggressive. Don't let your home or business be invaded with a disease-carrying rodent infestation. Keep them away with Plug-in Pest Free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-in Pest Free. Using the active wiring in your home or business, Plug-in Pest Free goes to work keeping rodents and pests away the more humane way without using toxic poisons or other harsh pesticides. Just plug it in. It's that simple. Now that's fair dinkum. Stop the infestation and order yours today at gopestfree.com and receive a free hand sanitizer pen with every order using promo code PEN. That's gopestfree.com, promo code P-E-N. Go pestfree.com promo code pen. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. 2021 is the perfect time to add a healthy new habit to your daily wellness routine. Good nasal hygiene. We all know there's bad stuff in the air, allergens, bacteria, viruses, and that some of it's very dangerous. So what can you do to protect yourself? Well, you can clean your nose with Navage. Your nose is the body's air filter, and with Navage, you help your body defend itself by flushing out the crud and germs. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Navage, the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Navage is easy to use, affordable, and it has over 40,000 online reviews averaging 4.7 stars. Join millions of Navage users to relieve congestion and allergies, breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier without drugs. At Navage.com, CVS, Walgreens, Bed Bath, Target, and Rite Aid. You wash your hands and brush your teeth every day. Let 2021 be the year you start cleaning your nose with Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Navage. You're listening to The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The answer. Now that cackling you heard this morning was Kamala Harris uh, getting off a plane at the Pittsburgh airport. Uh, she spoke at the Brookline Recreation Center about the child tax credit this morning, then went to a roundtable discussion with the IBEW on the south side. She's out there um, selling the big guys' big plans that include spending lots of your money. It's called the American Jobs Plan. Joel Griffith is a research fellow at the Heritage Foundation Institute for Economic Freedom and Opportunity, and he joins us now. Joel, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me today. So, um, you worked on a study uh, of this plan with several people at Heritage last month, and you really when you really uh, dove deep into it. And not surprisingly, the headline says President Biden's tax and spend plan expands federal power, not jobs. Has anything happened in the last month to change your mind? No, absolutely not. Uh, they're trying to ram this program through Congress, and what we know is that. They call it a jobs plan, but in reality, it's a radical ideology that rejects the idea that makes this country great. It rejects free enterprise, it rejects basic economics, and it really gambles that government is going to be the primary driver for growth. And when you go through line item on this, it is just riddled, not just government waste, but it is riddled with an expansion of government power that will upend our lives. And part of that's really an implementation of the Green New Deal and um, it's, it's, uh, we know we know that it's going to cost American families thousands of dollars per year. It's going to make your costs of everything from energy to the goods you produce more expensive, and it's going to cement government control on our lives. Well, going against uh, the, the, the concept of free enterprise and uh, thinking big governments, the answer is nothing new with the Democrats, but is this just a bigger and more radical than the job growth plans we've seen for the last 50 years, or is it worse than bigger? Well, this puts government growth on, on, on steroids, and it's been bad through Republican and Democrat administrations. We've seen government get bigger, and we've seen wasteful government spending. But what this does is it actually puts government in control of more of our lives. So if you look at, at the climate agenda, for instance, you've got green energy tax credits, you've You've got the transformation of the energy sector in a way that will make life more expensive. And, but it's, it's like this every item. 
Um, if you look at, for instance, the housing component, you would spend tens of billions of dollars on federalizing housing policy. And by that, I mean taking away control from your local governments and your local zoning boards and really putting that power in the hands of D.C. as well. And they do that by bribing cities and states. They say, look, if you want this government money, you are going to have to change your rules of government that govern how housing is constructed. You're going to have to change those rules to align yourselves with what the left-wing ideologues in Washington, D.C. want. Now, is the, are the things that they are proposing... Uh, once they're in, how hard will they be to reverse, or will it be impossible if they do if they do get this through? Is it are we stuck with it? Well, it becomes very difficult because these programs they put in place are are meant to last for decades. And you talk about upending our energy sector. Well, when you put power plants offline, or when you start these new energy projects with government money, it becomes very difficult to reverse that because. You're, you're also funding a lot of special interest groups and some select organizations or select businesses that are going to be benefiting to the tune of billions of dollars. If you look at some of the other uh, programs that are in here, such as um, federal funding of, uh, of, of, of child care, for instance, well, it's, it's going to be very difficult to um, revoke those programs once they're in place. It's something you have to think of beyond all the spending and the controls. Well, how are we going to pay for it? And we know that we're running enormous deficits every year. I think average people, everyday people, we're beginning to see that this has consequences. We're seeing prices rise in part because we're printing so much money. Well, this plan does more of that. There's simply no way to pay for this just by increasing taxes on the wealthy. You're going to have to pay for it through taxes on the middle class or a continued printing of money, which will be a tax on all of us as prices rise. Of course, this is being sold as tax the rich and take care of everybody else, as usual. Um, nothing new there either, right? Right. They, they always try to bill it as, uh, oh, we're going to take from the rich and we're going to give you some, some free things. Well, you know, we, we've run the numbers, you know, even going back to the presidential campaign, looking at everything that candidates on the left have proposed. And the, the truth is, if you were to take every dollar from those that make $250,000 a year plus, take every dollar starting with the first dollar they make, there is simply no way to pay for this enormous expansion of the welfare state, of cradle-to-grave government spending. If you want that kind of spending, you have to do what Europe does. And, let's look at, and if you look at Europe, they've got much less disposable income than we do here, which is extra money that families have at the end of each paycheck. And they have a 50% payroll tax in places like France and a 20% plus national sales tax. And they have a huge, huge government. And they pay for it. And they also have lower economic growth and higher unemployment and less disposable income. But that's the truth. And politicians aren't telling us that, that if you want this type of government expansion, you're going to pay for it with higher taxes or you're going to have the government continue to print, print, print money. And that is going to wreak economic havoc on its own. If you don't like to big jumping in at prices for to look your car or to buy groceries, you're not going to like what uh, the kind of economic havoc that something like this would create over the long term. Did I hear you say that, is it France that has a 20% national tax, a sales tax? Well, yeah, France not only has um, approximately 20% value-added sales tax, in, in effect, they also have a 50% plus payroll tax. A fifty percent, fifty percent. That's right. And wait a minute. So if if I make a hundred bucks a week in France, I pay fifty dollars in payroll taxes. Yeah, the the, pay, the payroll tax exceeds fifty percent in France. Uh, part of that, which is paid by the employer, part of which is paid by okay. the employee. But ultimately, of course, the the employee does pay for that. Right. And they 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 make up for that by charging you twenty cents at tw- on every dollar you spend. Every plus, single plus the twenty percent value added tax. That's right. And, and 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 Democrats would have no problem with that if they could get if they could get away with that here. I, I'm in favor of getting rid of the income tax and going with a twenty percent sales tax or something like it. I like that idea. Uh, but you know, in order to make that work, you got to repeal the. Uh, you got to get rid of the income tax, and that's you can't. You're, that's never going to happen. But uh, no, that's, and if you look, go ahead. Well, in, in a rare moment of honesty by those on the left, uh, they actually do talk about these types of enormous ta- tax hikes in the middle class. If you look at Bernie Sanders, 
um, plan that he proposed um, before the presidential campaign. If you look at the uh, the fine print that talks about, oh, how do you pay for it? Well, in that fine print is an enormous payroll tax that you would add on to pay for the spending. That's a rare moment of honesty. I'm just kind of stuck on this 20% because <laughs> if you buy a $30,000 car, you're paying $6,000 in, in federal tax on it. That's yes. That's yes. <laughs> and and if it works the way it works in Canada, um, it's that their 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 federal uh, value added taxes on everything, everything. Very few things that are not taxed at the federal level. And 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 ha, the Democrats have to know that something like that has to be in the future for all this to work, don't they? Well, they they do, and of course they're relying on. That they think that we can maybe just print our way out of this and have the Federal Reserve keep buying government bonds. But we're seeing that that just is not sustainable. We're already seeing the impact of that now. And when you look at what they're doing in Europe, which they have much, much bigger governments there, it's not just the giant sales tax. It's not just the huge payroll tax. That's also in addition to an income tax. So France, yeah, right. go back to France, 45% income tax as well. And that income tax isn't just on millionaires. That income tax is on people that are making approximately $200,000 a year plus, the small business owners. Um, there, there's just, no, if you're going to have this type of cradle-to-grave spending, which is, which is what the Biden administration is proposing with this American jobs plan, you've got to pay for it. And uh, whether it's through higher taxes or higher inflation and slower growth, there's no free lunch on this. Uh, and we should be looking to the examples of what we've seen happen in Europe what we've seen happen in South America, when these governments explode in size, everyday people pay for it. I didn't uh, hear Kamala Harris's speech uh, today, but I'm wondering if she started off with, hi, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. Because <laughs> it sounds like the classic case of that, doesn't it? Well, it's funny. You know, the, the administration and the, 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 uh, the, the left, they continue to act as if we are in this nationwide state of economic crisis. Well, the, the fact is they've been trying to use the pandemic and the shutdowns as an excuse to greatly expand the size of government. And they can't stand the fact that in places like Florida, Georgia, and Texas, the economy has actually been booming for months now. In many states, the economy is bigger now than it was before the pandemic. And that's because those governments caught on. A lot of state governments realize that these regulations, these so-called suggestions from D.C. were crippling their economy for really no health benefit. And they caught on to the fact. And um, I think the, uh, those on the left are, are really realize that the moments are waning in which they can use the shutdowns as an excuse to embark us further down the road to socialism. This and, is their last chance. And they have Kamala Harris out. Uh, she's in Pittsburgh today. And I'm sure she's going to be going all over the country. She won't go near the border, but she'll she'll be going uh, to cities all over the country trying to sell this. And what bothers me, and we're talking to Joel Griffith. He's a research fellow at the Heritage Foundation Institute for uh, Economic Freedom and Opportunity. Um, the thing that bothers me is I, I know that local, local news stinks uh, so bad now that the only thing that I'm, I, I'm going to make a prediction here. I haven't seen it, but I'm, I'm going to guess that the way this will be covered locally is that they'll act like we should all be thrilled that the vice president showed up today. And none of what she says will be challenged by anybody. There won't be a Republican on to, to uh, challenge it. I, that's my guess. I, I could be wrong about that. But in, in general, there just won't be any pushback from local media on any of this when, they, when they're out there selling it. No, and that's, uh, and that's par for the course. You know, the, the messaging that's been coming from the left now for months has been we're in a state of economic disrepair without government expansion. We're not going to be able to recover. And they really can't stand the fact that the economic data coming back from across the country shows that in those parts of the country that have reopened, the economy has either mostly recovered or is actually in better shape now than it was before. And it's in those parts of the country that continue implement what Governor DeSantis in Florida calls Falchism, in those areas of the country, the economy remains crippled. And they're expecting the rest of the country to fork over billions, tens of billions of dollars to make them whole. And meanwhile, we're settling future generations of debt. And the American Jobs Plan just adds to that and makes it that much more worse. worse. 
Is the word infrastructure what is supposed to make this uh, fiasco different? Is that is that what they think by saying that it changes everything because it, it fixes um, potholes? Well, they, the, the, the the truth is on the infrastructure component of this, the trillions of dollars supposedly going to infrastructure, only one in every thirteen dollars actually goes to what people usually think of things like bridges, freeways, airports. The vast majority, we're talking 12 and $13 of that package goes to spending on areas that are not infrastructure. Things such as the Green New Deal and transforming our energy sector from one that is mostly free market to one that is top-down controlled by D.C. And they use that word because most of us, we don't like being stuck in rush hour. We don't like our sleep riddled with potholes. And they know that we are going to think that $2 trillion of infrastructure spending is going to actually making our commute easier. Well, the, the fact is only a tiny fraction of that actually goes to real infrastructure. And jobs, 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 of course, are going to be created uh, because they're going to be filling the potholes and fixing the bridges. Mm-hmm. Well, when, yeah, and when the government talks of jobs created from the spending, yeah, they can point to jobs that are funded by this massive spending but what they fail to take into account are all the millions of jobs that won't be created because we've now inefficiently allocated resources. You know, the private sector economy, when left alone, does just fine. In fact, many cities have unemployment now under 3%. And this is in the COVID era. And that just goes to show, get government out of the way, allow investors to invest, allow people to go to work and stop paying people not to work. Turns out those jobs are created not because of government spending, but because people that are allowed to just utilize their God-given talent. It turns out they find ways to be gainfully employed and to gainfully employ others. What about the two trillion dollars in tax increases uh, on the companies that actually do create jobs? Um, well, yeah, this is uh, really a, I, I think it's a bit like killing the goose that's laying the golden egg. You're taking capital that businesses have been able to earn, capital that would either be reinvested into research and development into making the businesses more productive so that people can earn more, or income that would have been distributed to the actual shareholder of the company who could then take that money and invest in other business opportunities. Instead, the government tries wants to confiscate those tens of billions, those trillions of dollars, and, and spend it. And, you know, politicians get a little bit of a boost there because they're able to brag about the programs that they funded, but they're not looking at the long-term picture. You've taken money that these companies have earned, and those companies now no longer are able to invest it. They've had to hand it over to, uh, to the federal government. And um, you know, that's one of the, the, the big negatives of, the, of this program, those tax hikes. You know, we, uh, prior to the tax cuts in 2017, we had the highest business taxes in the industrialized world. And we're finally at the point where we're in the middle of the pack. We're, we're, we're at least competitive again. And this would undo nearly all of those gains. I only have about a minute left uh, with Joel Griffith. He's a fellow at the Heritage Foundation Institute for Economic Freedom and Opportunity. Uh, Joel, what's the worst thing about the American Jobs Plan? I know it's a, it's a tough question, but can you zero well, in on There's a lot to choose from there. But I do believe that the, the components dealing with the energy um, uh, the energy package would be the, the most harmful. And that's because uh, energy, it's not just, um, it wouldn't just increase the cost to heat your home, to cool your home, to drive your car. Energy is very important when it comes to producing things as well. And our country has some of those affordable energy in the world because of our abundant gas supplies and the relatively free nature of our economic system. If you start meddling with that and you dramatically increase the cost of that energy, it's not just extra money to air-condition your house in the summer. That means that you're going to actually impact jobs as well. And our estimates of Heritage Foundation show that you would lose millions of jobs by implementing that Green New Deal component. Wow. Hey, Joel, thanks for being on. I'm out of time. I really appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Okay. That's Joel Griffith, the Heritage Foundation Institute for Economic Freedom and Opportunity. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. 
Correspondent Charles de Ledesma reports Iran's president-elect says he will not budge over missiles. Abraham Raisi says he's not willing to negotiate over Tehran's ballistic missile program, nor its support of regional militias. The U.S. now hoping to get Iran back into Tehran's 2015 nuclear deal with world powers had hoped to negotiate over this and other issues. Iran's state TV says the country's sole nuclear power plant has undergone a temporary emergency shutdown. The plant shutdown began on Saturday and would last for three to four days. Outages could result. This is the first time Iran has reported an emergency shutdown at the plant located in the southern port city of Busha. On Wall Street, the Dow is ahead 557 points. The Nasdaq up 108. This is SRN News. We have two dogs, Sam and Bailey. Both are golden retrievers. Poor Sam, he was a mess. Always itching. His paws were soaking wet all day from just constant licking. He had bald spots on his back. I just don't like putting shots and steroids into your dog all the time. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Dynavite is nutrition. Probably two weeks after he started Dynavite, I started seeing great improvements. And today, 99% of his issues are non-existent. It's amazing stuff. Since Bailey has been 12 weeks old, he's been a Dynavite dog. And he has zero issues today. He won't eat his food without Dynavite. When I get out the Dynavite, my dogs actually salivate. Like I'm getting them a treat. They drool over it. Dynavite is the best thing you can do for your dog. You won't believe how happy your dog will be. I get my Dynavite from D-I-N-O V-I-T-E Mike Gallagher. The Mike Gallagher Show. You know why there's not going to be a 9-11 style investigation into January 6th? Because they're going to have to get to the identity of the Capitol Police officer who shot and killed Ashley Vatter. Because she's the only person who died as a result of the actions of the rioters. Everybody else died of nat- natural causes. There wasn't a police officer hit in the head with a fire extinguisher. It never happened. Those were lies. The Democrats hope it goes away. The Mike Gallagher Show. Weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250. The answer. This is Jay Hagerman of Abernathy and Hagerman. Writing an estate plan is one thing. Having the experience to administer the estate is something else. At Abernathy and Hagerman, estate administration isn't a side job. It's what we do. You have the same goals we all do, to protect your assets, to minimize taxes, and ensure your inheritance gets to the ones that you love. How you get there, that's specific to you. So let's talk. Hagerman Law, legal help that lasts a lifetime. Visit a-h.law. If you're thinking of replacing your carpets due to pet stains and odors, you must try Genesis 950. The reviews are amazing, as this is one product that actually works. With water, it breaks down the bonds of stains and odors, so they're gone for good. Its antibacterial component removes pet odors from carpet and padding. It can be used in a carpet cleaning machine, and it's green, so it's safe for your family and pets. Genesis 950 is made in America. If you are tired of pet cleaners that don't work, it's time to buy Genesis 950. One gallon of industrial-strength Genesis 950 makes up to seven gallons of cleaner. But Genesis 950 is not just for pet stains. It's great for bathrooms, kitchens, floors, upholstery, and grease stains. Consider Genesis 950 before purchasing new carpets. Genesis 950 has great customer service. Order one gallon direct at Genesis950.com to receive a free spray bottle, free shipping, and $10 coupon using code PETS. That's $10 coupon using code PETS. That's Genesis950.com. Discount only available at Genesis950.com. Genesis 950, much cheaper than replacing your carpets. Hey, Pittsburgh. Help make your streets safer for everyone so the people driving cars, riding bikes, taking buses, and walking can get where they're going faster and easier. Champion safer and more connected streets at MoveForwardPGH.org. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on the Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got the answer. Dealing with heavy delays, outbound 28, all stacked up Butler Street to the Highland Park Bridge. Heavy delays there, inbound Parkway East, delays Boulevard to near Bates Street. That's an accident we're working with. Outbound on the Parkway East, Glenwood to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel is a really busy ride. Parkway West outbound slows from Banksville Road to Carnegie. 51 all jammed up outbound Woodruff Street to Coleraine Street. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer. Weather. 
Cloudy skies expected for tonight with a shower. We'll see a low tonight of 54. Tomorrow, a shower in spots early in the morning. Otherwise, clouds will give way to some sunshine. It will be much cooler than recent days. We'll see a high of 66. Clear and cold tomorrow night, low 47. Mostly sunny Wednesday. It will be nice. Use sunscreen for extended time outdoors. We'll see a high of 72. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. Well, we're seven months uh, beyond the 2020 presidential election and votes are still being counted. Actually, they're being recounted. It's called an audit. And um, that's what's going on in Maricopa County, Arizona. Could there be an audit coming to an election near you? It's possible. We can see one in Pennsylvania. Chris Dush is a senator from the 25th District. He spent some time in Maricopa County. He joins us now. Senator, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, John. So you were part of a Pennsylvania delegation that did go out there to observe out in Maricopa County. What's going on out there? Well, uh, you won't hear it from the media because they won't go inside. Uh, Everything that they've uh, been saying about that thing, they're saying because they've never seen it. Uh, That was one of the first impressions that I had down there. Uh, There's a media section, and after we'd had our tour, we went up, and we didn't turn away any uh, uh, media outlets that were there, but the mainstream media just refuses to show up simply so that they can make wild accusations. I will tell you, I'm former chief of information protection for the Pennsylvania Air National Guard. Uh, I was responsible for uh, protecting the classified information programs, and uh, before that I did uh, physical security out at Vandenberg Air Force Base, which is a space and missile missile complex out there. And i got to tell you, I'm used to tearing programs apart, but these guys have their stuff together. Maricopa County did not have uh, chain of custody receipts whenever they dropped all the ballots off, but these guys instituted one the moment the uh, pallets hit the ground. Every single pallet, every box, every ballot has been under video surveillance as it's been going through this audit process. They're uh, scanning these things um, electronically to where they can actually tell if the ovals were filled out by a machine or if it was done by a felt-tip pen or a a regular pen. Uh, And they can even tell what printer the ballot was produced on when they ran short on some some ballots at some polling locations. They've been able to track down the computer, I mean, the, the printers, which printed out the ballots at the precincts, and they could tell where they got the paper from. It's amazing what they're doing down there. And uh, like I said, you, people will always have their own opinions about the data, but I will tell you they're, they are planning on putting all the data out for the public. When I was there three weeks ago, they had collected over a petabyte and a half, not a megabyte, a gigabyte, a terabyte, a petabyte and a half of data on these ballots. And... Uh, it's all going to be out there for the public uh, once the report is finalized. It's amazing. What do you What do you think would happen if um, every state, if fifty states had, had did a, did the same audit that Arizona is doing, or Maricopa County is doing anyway? I mean, well, I, could they? Honest, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, the uh, we're going to have findings. I mean that. That's not even in question. Uh-huh. Uh, but how significant those findings are uh, remains to be seen. But I will tell you that I don't think they'd have continued uh, doing what they're doing down there and put the amount of money that they've gone, that they have thus far, uh, if, the si- if the findings weren't significant. Um, they've got about 2,000 volunteers down there who are itching for the non-disclosure agreements to drop so that they can actually start talking about the things that they've witnessed. Uh, You've got Republicans, Democrats, independents down there uh, who have been volunteering for this. They're going through some extensive training, and they know that what the media has been reporting uh, is not true. I can tell you, in Pennsylvania, they had no business certifying the election anyway, simply because the Supreme Court acted outside of its bounds in writing law when they extended on september 17th 
the uh, uh, deadline for collecting mail-in ballots. And uh, again, on October 23rd, prior to the election, uh, they ruled that the mail-in ballots don't have to have authenticated uh, signatures. They basically wrote law, which uh, all authority comes from the people, and the people of the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania have never delegated the authority through the Constitution to the courts to add to the law or to write law in general. So uh, we've got we've got some significant stuff coming up, and uh, I'm hopeful, given uh, what we've been able to bring back and report to the Senate leadership, uh, that we will uh, be able to start working towards getting our own ballot, I mean, our own forensic audit. So, and the nice thing is we'll have uh, the audit findings from Arizona to back it up. Yeah, but but Tom Wolf says you don't need to, that the election is over and Joe Biden's president and you're just wasting your time. And they're wasting their time in Arizona, too. He's trying the Jedi mind trick. Nothing to see here. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, um the the Democrats and their media friends they like to refer to it as a quote so-called audit. Um or a fraud. It. They've used that yeah, word. They've used too. That, yeah. And it's interesting uh if a Democrat wanted to come in there and observe would they have let him? Absolutely. There are Democrats that are actually doing or are participating. So, um, and the, but what about the local media? Are, are they ignoring it? Like the Phoenix stations and the Tucson stations, do you know? They're not ignoring it, but uh, it's a mixed bag. You've got uh, some of the stations down there I've heard that are uh, mostly the talk stations that are uh, for it. But then uh, the, the, comp- the media companies that are associated with the mainstream media are doing exactly what the mainstream media is doing. I'll give you an example. We, before we'd even been there to see it, uh, CNN's on the ground. They sent reporters to try and ambush us before we'd even uh, gone to look at the audit. And uh, we never ended up seeing them, uh, but we knew that they were over at the state capitol building. We were going out a different exit. and uh, But at any rate, we got over there, and... They've had the invitation to be there, and they could have been there even when uh, we showed up. After we'd done the tour, we went up, and I, I talked with the, or the uh, New York Times. I talked with uh, several other media outlets and gave interviews. We didn't withhold from anybody that was there, uh, but the, the mainstream media is not participating because they want to be able to call it those names. Shouldn't the winners of a contested election welcome an audit to eliminate the <laughs> doubt? I mean, it, it's if if I were if I had fought hard to win an election, and I knew that I you know I was starting my term, whether it's president or whatever the the, the office would be, and there were lots of people, half the people out there thinking that I I, I didn't actually win, and I really thought that I won, I would say, come on, do an audit, let's go. I want this over with. I don't want to put up with this for the next two, four, whatever number of years it is that you're you're you've been elected. Absolutely. And what do you got? I mean, look, if if we do the audit and we don't find anything, then it's uh, the people who are demanding the audit that have egg on their face. Right. If we do, uh, but if we do find things, I, I'll tell you what. I had a gentleman at my church that never talks. I mean, he's so quiet. He collared, grabbed a hold of my sleeve on the way out of church the Sunday after the election, and he just said, if we lose the electoral process, we lose the country, mm-hmm. or the republic, is what he said. Yeah. And then he just kept on walking. This is the issue that will not stop. I mean, all I've never seen anything like this uh, since I came in in 2015. Uh, I've never had the number of phone calls, the number of emails. People sense that there's something wrong. And even going into it, like I said, when the Supreme Court started writing law, legislating from the bench, people started re- realizing that something was going on as early as September when the Supreme Court, st- the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, mm-hmm. started acting outside the lines. Um, so we're, there's something inherent in the people that they want 
election integrity because that is the thing that is the most direct action, the most direct uh, means of the people to control their government. And if they lose that, they know they've lost all control, and then the bureaucrats and uh, the the people who are uh, legislating in the back in the black robes that never had the authority to do it, uh, they know they've lost the country. We're talking to Chris Dush. He's the senator from uh, PA, uh, Pennsylvania State Senator from the 25th District, and he did spend some time out in Maricopa County watching the audit out there. Um, were you surprised by what you saw or shocked or did you go out there thinking that, you know, expecting to see what you ended up seeing? Well, I, I was talking with Sonny Borelli. He's the majority whip from down in uh, Arizona's Senate. And he's retired gunny sergeant. I'm a retired master sergeant. We were talking NCO to NCO. And the things that he was talking about that uh, they were doing, it really piqued my interest. Uh, like I said, my military background with inspecting programs tearing them apart and trying to help people do things better. I thought, if this is actually the way he's describing it, I need to go down and see it. Told my chief, and the next thing I know, uh, Senator Mastriano and uh, Representative uh, Rob Kaufman and I were on our way. And I went down there. Like I said, I I was putting on my chief of information protection type hat. I went down there looking for flaws in it. And they admitted they had some uh, small hiccups at the beginning, like carrying white paper out onto the uh, floor where the uh, ballots were being counted that happened in the first day or two. Uh, They eliminated that because they don't want any perception of somebody going down there with paper and swapping it out for a real ballot, Uh, that kind of thing. But they immediately, as soon as they recognized an issue, they, uh, they eliminated it. And that happened within just the first couple of days. And that's been, what, five, six, probably seven weeks ago that they've been going through all this, millions of ballots. So, uh, they, But they've also got every single ballot scanned, and they can tell whether or not it was, it was ever replaced. So that, I, I was impressed. I'm, hard, I'm a hard person to impress on security issues. Uh, these guys have their act together. So um, you're you're confident that regardless of what the final um, information is that comes out of this, whatever the data show, um, you're you think it's going to uh, stand up to scrutiny about the process. That nobody's going to be able to to um, to criticize the process or question it. Absolutely. And you're going to have people are going to be able to look at every single ballot as it transited through the system. They they brought the uh, the boxes out that contained the ballots. They would turn the ballot box up upside down, lift the back the box off, and then the box would go to the other side of the table. And there's a turnstile there. Uh, the person would that was picking up the ballots would count number one, put it on the turnstile, and instead of two people. They, which the law requires, they have three people there to inspect the ballots. And then when it gets to the other side, the other guy is on camera being recorded saying one, two, and then putting it back in the box in the exact same order in which it came out. The same thing goes for when the ballots are taken to where they're getting high-resolution uh, cameras taking a look at it. They can tell uh, who produced the paper even uh, in some cases, the lot number. So uh, it's amazing, uh, amazing technology that's being used to the full uh, benefit of the audit. And uh, like I said, I've got high degree confidence that the the data that is going to be released to the public for their own examination uh, will be impeccable. Do you expect any bombshells coming out of there? Are there things that you know maybe that you can't tell us right now that we should be prepared for? They've been under a non-disclosure agreement, and they honored that. Uh-huh. But uh, there were things that uh, they were showing us that they were doing that leads me to think that there there are going to be some significant findings. Uh, I One wouldn't expect them to go to some of the uh, lengths that they've gone in the examination process uh, if there were not early indications 
that there was a problem in some of these areas. So uh, I would not be surprised to, that there would be some bombshells coming. And what would you say the chances are right now? You mentioned it, but uh, what, what, what are the chances that we're going to see an audit here in Pennsylvania based on what you guys saw out there? I think they're improving every day, the mm-hmm. audit. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you, I'm sure you've spoken to other people uh, in the legislature, senators and representatives, about what you saw there. And you are you finding a lot of support among them to do an audit? Well, uh, I'll tell you one of the things that I did. I, I circulated a ballot that uh, uh, Senator Borelli gave me down in uh, New Mexico. It was a sample ballot that they've had produced that is going to be used in the future down there. And it goes to some of the things that uh, they're starting to examine now. Uh, the The paper will be the same type of paper that is used like for the dollar to the $100 bill. Uh, a lot of embedded security features. As I started passing that around, uh, I noticed there, there seemed to be more and more interest of that in, in the audit. And there are some other things that have come up that it, it does seem like more and more of our legislators are getting on board with it. Plus, uh, you know, the amount of emails and uh, letters and phone calls to uh, legislators' offices are really having an effect because truly there has been nothing that has had the people so upset as the possibility of losing their uh, uh, vote, their direct access to controlling government. Well, Chris uh, Dush, Senator from the 25th District, you made the big mistake of giving me your phone number. (laughs) And so uh, I'm sure I'm going to be wanting to talk to you again as this thing uh, progresses and we get some uh, information out of Arizona. But I'm out of time. I really appreciate you coming on. Thanks. I appreciate you having me and allowing me to uh, just spread the word a little bit about uh, what's going on and put some truth and context into this. A lot of good stuff there. Thanks. You're welcome. Thank you. We'll be right back. It's finally time to replace that old leaky roof, or how about some new siding? You can count on Windows or Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows or Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, siding, gutters and downspouts, windows, entry doors, even decks. A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew. Maybe you lost siding during the recent windstorms. Don't put those repairs off. Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Want new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office? Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial aluminum, wood, and composite. And how'd you like to never clean your gutters again? For a limited time, get a free gutter filter with the purchase of complete siding or roof replacement. That offers valid through 63021. All with 12 months no interest, no processing fee, and backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsrpittsburgh.com. That's windowsrpittsburgh.com. This is an important notice to all U.S. taxpayers. The IRS is giving away billions of dollars in tax savings through a federal program called the Fresh Start Initiative to aid delinquent taxpayers. This initiative was established for anyone facing financial hardship and unable to pay their back taxes. Qualifying and enrolling in this program will stop all collections, settle your delinquent tax problem, and even reduce what you owe by thousands of dollars. Call the hotline at People's Tax Relief to see if you qualify and get this free information by dialing 800-351-4596. If you have unfiled tax returns or cannot afford to pay your personal or business back taxes, you can now get the help you need. One simple phone call can resolve your tax problem and save you thousands of dollars. To see if you qualify and to get this important free information, call 800-351-4596. 800-351-4596. By now, you've all heard me talk about my pillow and how it's literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape. They're made in the USA. And for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium My Pillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen size premium My Pillow for twenty nine ninety eight. That's regularly sixty nine ninety eight. That's a forty dollar savings. 
Kings are only $5 more. All my pillow products come with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code STAG. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-716-8087 and use promo code STAG. 800-716-8087, promo code STAG. Warning, listening to this program may expose you to toxic masculinity. The John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. I got a little sports note for you. The Supreme Court ruled uh, against the NCAA today. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, um, but they did. And the uh, NCAA now uh, cannot withhold certain benefits from athletes like computers, um, non, non-academic things like that, computers, or, or, um, and also can't withhold um, benefits like uh, graduate school, and tomorrow I'm going to have a guy on who's written a book about the NCAA and the fact that um, that uh, they've been treating college football and basketball players like indentured servants for the last uh, I don't know how many years. I don't necessarily just I, I don't necessarily agree with that, but uh, this could be a pretty big thing for um, college sports, and it's the beginning of the end of how you. What we now perceive as college football and basketball, um, that doesn't mean that it's going to end college football and basketball or that there's, there's going to be any perceptible difference in the quality of the play that you see on the field or on the court. But um, the idea that there are these are college students that just happen to play football or basketball, that hasn't been the case at the major level, at the top levels for a long time. But now it's just going to be the college and the academics and the classroom will have nothing to do with anything that goes on on the football field or the court. If that's okay with you, you'll be okay with it. But we'll talk about it tomorrow. I'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening. Bye. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.